Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. You guys, I cannot tell you how many times I have been asked to do more content on Facebook ads. And some of you know, but many of you don't, that before I was a coach and even there was some overlap. So even when I first started coaching, I was actually doing Facebook ads for people exclusively. So I transitioned from doing pretty much anything and everything under the sun for online business owners um, as a virtual assistant, social media manager, basically call me whatever you want to kind of girl um, to Facebook ads and then into coaching. So I definitely know a lot about Facebook ads, fully capable of running my own ads with my clients. I, I can answer almost all of their questions about them. But the funny thing is, is even with that expertise, I actually have somebody on my team who exclusively helps me run my Facebook ads and make sure that my funnels are converting. And that person is the incredible Alexandra Ramirez. And her and I have been connected for years now. I actually worked with her about two years back and then was doing some other stuff. We took a break working together and she's back on my team. And I just, I love working with her, you guys. She's creative. She's intuitive. She's just so smart when it comes to ads and funnels. And gosh, I'm so grateful to have her on my team. But I'm also so grateful that she asked to be on the podcast and it was perfect timing because my clients have been asking me some very interesting questions about Facebook ads um, in my programs and even in my one-on-one and my mastermind. And so I'm like, yes, let's get you on the podcast. Let's have you answering these questions. Anyway, you guys, you're going to love it. Real quick, Alexandra is a Facebook ads and funnel expert helping online coaches build freedom, impact, and double their revenue through ads. And she's really freaking good at it. And this episode is so good. You're going to love it. I would take some notes because she gives us such good information. Um, Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Alex Ramirez, who is on my team, and I just love her so much. So hello, Alex. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk all the things Facebook ads, because I know you love them too, Taylor. (laughs) Yes. And you and I have worked together at different times including now and in the past. And I've been running ads for a long time. You've been running ads for a long time. So I just feel like this is going to be a great episode. 
people are always wanting to get the scoop from me on Facebook ads, but I just, I save it for people like you to talk about. So <laughs> I'm going to ask you all the questions that my clients and people in my community are always asking. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this conversation. All right, too. Well, bring, bring it on. I'm excited. So this is the question I've been getting asked recently and it's super simple, but I also think it's really interesting. And I, w- I'm actually glad I wish more people were asking this. When is the right time in my business to start using Facebook ads? Ooh, okay. So this is a really good one. And I think this is really dependent on every single person because I've had clients that I've worked with and they basically just kind of like started their business and the ads did great. And then I've had other clients who have, you know, eight figure businesses and their ads suck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I don't, there's no like income milestone that you have to hit. But I feel like the main thing that everybody needs to have is you need to have the foundational pieces of your business. So for example, your brand, your messaging, and knowing exactly who your ideal client is, like that's like the biggest thing out of all of it because when it comes to ads, I can create a beautiful graphic for you. I can create a really good ad copy for you. I can even help you with a really good solid funnel but without knowing exactly the person that you want to work with, the ads are not going to work and you're not going to get the right clients that you that you want to target. So knowing exactly the perfect person that you want to work with and not just having this generalized version of it, like, oh, I want to work with coaches. Like, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just a generalized version. I need like a full on thing. I need to know the pain points, the happy points. I need to know every single thing about this person. I mean, I don't need to know like what they do on a daily basis, but I mean, you know, like they're, what are their thoughts that they're thinking of? You know, uh, what type of, you know, what do they do? You know, are, are they also a coach? Like are they a business owner? You know, I need to know specific things when it comes to the ideal client, because that's the most important when it comes to ads, you have to target that right person. Um, I love that. Yeah. And that's like the main things is that you need before you start running ads is to really just have those foundational pieces. I would also recommend to probably have some sales coming in at least. (laughs) You don't want to like just like step into ads and then waste a whole bunch of money on like a broken funnel or like a broken business because it's not, it's not going to work with that either. So you have to make sure that your messaging is down, your branding is down, and your ideal client and make sure that you're already like making some good amount of sales as far as organic is concerned. I I totally agree with you. And that's pretty much what I've been saying, because if you can't make any sales organically, there's probably an issue within the foundation or like, I mean, you were spot on the messaging. In my opinion, it's like, let's get that in place. You know, it's like when people tell me with, um, when I help them with content, it's like, I have clients that come to me and they're like, if I can get them on the phone, I can sell to them. But how the heck do I get more people on the phone? Or if I can get them onto that webinar or that Zoom call with me, they're going to buy. And you may not have that exact level of confidence because I don't even always feel that confident, but you get the point. It's like, do you know how to sell? Do you have something that does sell? And do you also know who you love to work with? Because let's not spend a bunch of money getting people in that you're like, oh, I actually can't stand these people. (laughs) 
Yeah. But I've, I've been pointing my clients in the direction too of like making sure you have at least some level of a, of a funnel in place. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about funnels too. So like, I know people can work with you and, and work like alongside of you and you can help them get people into their funnel as they're building it and testing and tweaking it. But um, let's talk about the funnel piece. Cause I think that kind of comes first, right? Like where are we sending people with these ads? Yeah. Cause I mean, ads are only, and this is what I tell people all the time. Ads are there for the traffic. I'm just, the ads are just there to bring people in, but the real magic, the sales actually happen from the inside, which is your funnel. And when it comes to, and also when it comes to your ads and your funnel, the one thing that I tell my clients a lot is that you have to stand out. And I feel like that's what we've done a lot with you, Taylor, is just making sure that everything stands out among the rest of the ads. Because if you if you guys go ahead, I want you guys to go do this. If you want to go to Instagram or go to um, Facebook and start scrolling through the newsfeed, start looking at every single ad. Are the ads starting to look all the same? Are the same type of marketing strategies that you're, they're using? Are they the same? Are the topics the same? You know, like the whole making 10K months or making six figures or you know, three steps to blah, 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 like starts to get a little boring. Everyone starts to look the same and like, who's going to click on an ad that looks the same as the same one that they just looked at two minutes ago. Um, (laughs) So yeah, when it comes to funnels, you really have to first make sure that you're standing out among the rest. So for example, Taylor has her workshop that is all about like writing along with you. And you don't normally see that type of, you know, automated webinar out there, you know, mm-hmm. and um, along with you, like your challenges, like you don't see those types of challenges out there where you, I think the current one that we're, that you're running right now is like giving them, you know, I think it's like what journaling pumps and stuff like that. Yeah. So when it comes to a funnel, when it comes to automating, There's a difference between having something live and having something automated. And when you automate something, you have to make sure that it's different. Okay. Like, and you have to make sure that, that you're still engaging with those people, even though you're technically not even engaging with them. And a way to do that is to just make it, how do I say this? Make it different, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, uh, for example, like let's say you're a health coach um, and you, I don't know, maybe you, you know, give your clients, I don't know, meal plans and stuff like that. Why don't you create a simple three-day challenge or something like that, that is giving them meal plans? I mean, I don't know, or like something along those lines. Um, or you can give, uh, if you're a mindset coach, you know, why don't you go walk them through like a meditation, you know, yeah. or, you know, there's so many ways that you could do it, but making sure that you create something that is engaging, even though you're not actually engaging can make that emotional connection with somebody. And when you make that emotional connection, with someone, then they become an ideal client, like an actual like paying client of yours. Like, you know, they're interested in you more because you already gave them something, you know? I like that. And I think, you know, you and I created the right along workshop together. And I think what I've learned from doing that and that I've brought into my challenges and things like that is creating an experience over just giving more tips and teaching more things. And this goes against what all of the like, I mean, I have it on my bookshelf, like the expert secrets and all like the really popular webinar strategies say. And I mean, obviously those work. So you can read that book if you want, but 
I found, because I think it feels, it feels like a lot of pressure. Like, well, Alex, how do I come up with something that's different? Like that, I don't I'm not that creative or, you know, how do I be so unique? I found it's easiest to just think, how can I create a really cool experience for these people? Whether it's a webinar and it's going to be an hour long, how do I create a really cool hour long experience or, you know, a three-day challenge or whatever you want to call it, like a three-day experience with me. And again, I have clients that come to me that are like, if they can experience my work, then they buy. Like people that will hear me, I have clients that already speak at events, for example. It's like, once they hear me speak and they experience what that's like, they want to get my program. Or once they do, um, like once someone buys from me once, they want to keep buying. But like before, it's so much harder. It's like, give them a taste of your work. You know, why are, why are your free things so different than what it's like to work with you? That's something I've really taken away from the funnels that we've built together. Yeah. And I think that the experience makes a big, big, huge difference when it comes to this, because then they get to really see if you're the best fit for them as their coach, you know, instead Mm of all the, because I bet you a million bucks, like what's going to happen is these people who are jumping onto your webinars, your challenges, those same people have already probably seen other ads and they've already, you know, watched webinars around the same type of topic that you are. So it's not like the topic has to be completely like different or anything like that. But like Taylor said, it's really about the experience that you give them and making that part different. So if you're just doing slideshows and you're only doing, you know, the, the typical webinar format, of the three steps to blah, 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 or the three secrets to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it gets kind of boring. They've seen that webinar multiple times already (laughs) and they're obviously Mm -hmm. not buying. Um, And so you really just have to change it up a little bit, give them an experience that they've never seen before, because that's going to make you stand out and making you stand out will make you actually get you more sales. And what I think is so funny about this conversation is tons of people tell me, Oh, I do not want to do webinars. They're all the same. They, they're, everyone hates them. They're old news. And it's like, perfect, perfect opportunity to do something different. If everybody's doing it one way, that means there's a million other ways to do it, that people aren't capitalizing on. So I think if anybody feels that type of like frustration, maybe with getting started with a webinar or a challenge or a funnel or ads, I think this is permission to say, like, please do something different. (laughs) We agree. We need something different. (laughs) I love it. So, um, what was it? I I feel like I just had the perfect question too. So we've talked about when to start with the ads. We talked about the basics of getting your funnel started. Oh, the offer. I kind of want to touch on this and then I want to go deeper into the ad stuff. I know that you've helped people sell different types of offers with ads, but I'm going to ask you the question I know people are wondering is what is the best offer to run with if I'm going to, you know, be using ads? All right. So who's ready for the woo-woo side of this question? (laughs) (laughs) My hands are up. I love it. Um, so I, I'm very like into it. Like I call my business, my company, my, my ad agency, a very intuition based company because I want, and, and what always has worked for our clients and my clients is 
what feels good to you. What, you know, what feels the best right now for you? Not just putting an offer out there that your mentor said that would be a great idea. Not just an offer where you were like, I need to make money right now. So let me put it out an offer and then I'll just stick it on some ads in a funnel. Really think about what feels good to me to create create the crap out of it, sell it organically. If it does good organically, then you can run it with some ads and a funnel. But because, I mean, there's so many types of offers out there that have done great with ads. I mean, there's a little tiny offer type of sales funnels with a little tiny offer, like $27. There are um, the ones, let's see here, there's memberships that do really super good with ads. There's courses, there's high ticket courses. There's, um, I mean, one-on-one group programs, masterminds. I mean, there's so many types of offers out there that do really super good with ads, but the one that's not going to work is the one that just comes from a scarcity mindset and the one that comes from not from your intuition. I love that. That's why I like working with you so much because I feel like you even prompt me to use my own intuition. And you also, I mean, I think that's why we've come up with such creative ideas that are different and work and have literally stuck around for years, which is crazy because it wasn't based on what someone said. And don't betray your intuition because actually at one point when I was talking to different um, ad managers, this is what's so funny. People position themselves as experts and they, I think the issue is too many people are trying to niche down too much. So I had this conversation with this woman who's great at ads, but I was like, I need an ads manager. Da, 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 da. And she says, well, I only work with people who are selling offers above $2,000. And I'm like, my offer is $1,200. So I guess it's not going to be a fit. That's that. Right. Literally. The thing is, is I know there are people who have on their heart to sell a low cost offer or whatever, and they'll just go with what this woman says because she's the expert. But here's the truth, you guys. Three days later, she's back in my inbox. We've changed our focus. We're now accepting clients who want to work on selling their courses on autopilot. I'm like, but you're telling people that $2,000 or more is the way, you know, like there is no right way. And like, I know you can sell $1,000, you can sign $10,000 clients through your ads and the right funnel, obviously, but don't get sucked into people who are telling you like it's this way or nothing because it's, it's really not true. Yeah, That's my I, 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 yeah I completely agree because I mean, like I said before, like any type of offer, we've done it, I've ran ads to it and it's done fine. But then a lot, but a lot of the times that we've worked with clients and the ads didn't work and the funnel didn't work. A lot of the times it's because they're using one, either an offer that didn't feel good to them and, or it came from like a scarcity mindset. It came from just bad negativity and just wasn't mm-hmm. aligned to their own success path. Or they tried like a marketing strategy all the same way, you know? So like they tried mm-hmm. to do an, uh, like an automated webinar instead of trying to do like a, a, I don't know, like a challenge or something like that, where as a challenge, like felt better than trying to do like the slideshow webinar of some kind. So you have to like really think about what does feels good to me in this moment? Cause I mean, I would even 
I'm gonna tell you right now, Taylor, like there's been, been there's been times where people like wanted to fully trust in me and say, What do you think, Alex? Like, what do you think? Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, you could put together like a slideshow and I would give them like the slideshow of like template and all this kind of stuff of what it could look like along with the emails. And then it just didn't work for them. And the reason why it didn't work is because they tried to force it. And you can't force these things. And, and then, it, it, you know, I just don't like doing that anymore. And I want to, I usually like to nowadays be like, what feels good to you? Like, you know, what, and come out with those things. And like, when you like scrapping, you know, let's say, for example, like your workshop, that's fine. Like if that feels good to you, like you don't want to do your workshop anymore. Okay. Let's move on to the next step. What do you, what feels good to you right now instead? You know, um, I, I feel targeted. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> We're all guilty of it. And, you know, I, I can just say this is 100% true because I've gone through this many times where it's been like, oh, but I really want this to work. Or I, if you invest in a coach or a course and they teach you something that's like, you just want what you learned and invested in to, to just be it. And I, I always, I'm talking with clients about the fact that like, we're always kind of looking for like, you know, the golden, like, business model for us and the strategies and like it just to kind of just be clicked in and done and never touch it again and I think that's such a misconception with funnels too is like let's just get a webinar up there automate it I'm never gonna have to think about making money again life is gonna be a breeze um one thing I've learned on this journey is as soon as it stops feeling good even if it's automated it's got to change and also even when it's automated it takes intention like it's crazy when I start like really setting strong intentions around the webinar or anything I'm, I'm running ads to. It's like, I mean, Alex, you've seen it where it's like, suddenly we have four sales randomly and it's like, wait, what happened? It's like, but what's weird is it's like, well, I was just like resetting my intentions around it and actually giving it some energy. So I love that this is getting a little woo, but I want to ask you um, about getting started with ads, I find a lot of people self-sabotage. I mean, maybe we're actually sticking with the wheel, Um, but people tend to self-sabotage or I don't know, they get really funky with their mindset when it comes to actually investing in the ads and they get really freaked out about the money. And it's like the whole process turns into that. That I think is something that really um, causes us not to work. So can you tell me like, what is the mindset to go into starting to run ads, especially with like the fact that as well as like some logistics of what to expect. Like obviously there's trial and error and there's testing and tweaking and also like what kind of budget do people need? I want to talk about that because I think that's important for people to know. Yeah. So I've actually written some posts about this before (laughs) and this is something where people tend to not realize and it's a whole new mindset shift, you guys, where you go from, but like, this is the way that I see it is that most coaches, especially when you've hit like, let's say 10K months, 20K months around that level is when people start to think about, hmm, like maybe I should start to run some ads. Like I'll dip my toes into it a little bit. And I've seen so many times when somebody like that, who wants to kind of like, I'm quoting this, uh, dip their toes into this is that they're willing to spend you know, like 10K on a coach or like 20K on a coach, 
that most likely they already know the strategies of what this coach is going to teach them versus spending, I don't know, like a thousand dollars on ads, <laughs> you know, like it's a whole new mindset shift that needs to happen to change that investment part and being okay with spending a thousand or $2,000 on ads instead of spending that 10,000 or 20,000 on that coach, it's going to probably teach you the same exact strategies. And, but yeah, it's a very big mindset shift that you guys have to think about of how can I be okay with that trial and error a little bit when it comes to ads and yeah, I'm like, again, like, why the heck are you okay with spending $20,000 on a coach that'll teach you the same strategies, but you're not okay with spending $1,000 on ads that'll, that'll bring in traffic of IDO clients. Like that just like yeah. that two things doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, yeah. But you have to make that mindset shift of being okay with the trial and error of ads and stop being so scared of ads. Like, why are ads so scary to so many people? I people don't. are terrified. And I can't tell you how many clients I have that have ad PTSD. Where they're like, oh, I tried that. I've tried ads. And and it's just like people get so serious about it. Like, the big mindset, mindset, mindset shift I've had that I'd love to share um, and I've worked with other ad people and I've worked with you before and I've, I've been on a whole journey with this too. Like it has, I think sometimes people think, and I've, I've been the ads manager as well. Like I've sold this service as well before I was a coach. So, but even, even that's so funny, right? Like I used to sell ad services and, and be really good at it and have really great clients. And I've also had crazy mindset stuff happen working with ads people as well. But the difference between you know, working with you in the past and working with anybody on ads, this isn't about you. And now is this has been a, an, an incredible mindset shift is before it was, this has to work. I need to see an ROI. I need to see it. It's like, okay, we put a thousand in, but we're still not making, these aren't specifics guys, but it's like, I need to make 10 times that right now, or it's not working. It's not worth it. Right. It's like, where's my ROI? Where's my conversion rate? Why aren't we converting it? Converting it 5%? Like, and I want my stuff to convert. And we still have those conversations of where are we converting at? Where do we want to be? Of course, goals and intentions. But now I'm talking to Alex, like, you know, we're even in the middle of a transition with the funnel. And it's like, you know, I just, as long I, I have the goal of getting these people in the funnel and the funnel converting, but I also just have the goal of growing my audience. So whether or not we're making an ROI right here, right now, let's be growing the audience by 500 people a month, regardless Yes, it's costing me, but I have so many ways that people work with me. I have one-on-one, I have the mastermind, I have tons of courses I sell. I'm launching different things at different times, plus the funnels. So if someone gets on my list and they're a great fit, they're probably going to end up buying eventually. And whether it's right now this week, I'm getting my quote fingers ROI, or maybe it's in a month, two months, three months, four months. I'm now in a place where I'm just like, trusting and I just have like this knowing that growing my audience is a good thing and the ROI will come and it the the coach conversation is making me laugh because it really is true we get our mindset around paying a coach 10 20 30 thousand dollars um 
And I think that that can be good, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I love that. Stuff. I'm cool with, I'm cool yeah. with it. <laughs> it's just like, you have to be cool also with the ads too. Yeah. You can't just be cool with making a big investment on a coach, but not okay with making an investment on something that could actually like traffic wise can actually bring people in, you know? Yeah. Um, and sometimes people's, I mean, I see really common right now. I think the one of the biggest issues, like a probably top one or two is people have no clue how to grow their audience. So as long as like Alex said, you know who your ideal client is and who you want to work with, even if that funnel isn't converting right now, which should be a goal and a priority, growing your audience is going to be worth the money is my point. And I think that's an incredible mindset shift to make. And I think it's going to create such a better energy, whether it's between you and your ads manager or just between you and Facebook, because (laughs) you need that good energy going on. People have a bad relationship with Facebook. (laughs) Just ads. (laughs) Yeah. Facebook ads. (laughs) Oh man, that ads manager really gets people going. So, um, let's have some fun. Let's talk about like what, I just like for somebody that is running ads or is, you know, has played with it, is, is going to run them on their own or is just like curious, like what are some of your favorite kinds of ads to be running or things that you're seeing right now work well or just that you like? Mm. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's so many things that I could like, you know, talk about as far as that's concerned. Um, I, I mean, I prefer if I could just maybe give you some, give you guys some tips and tricks. Yeah. On- when it comes to ads. Um, and I talk about this a lot. And it's so funny when people still ask me these questions. Cause I'm like, you didn't just watch that video that I did, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I'm sure you get the same thing, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so a couple of tips that I want to give you guys is the three top things that people look at when they're scrolling through newsfeed and they see your ad, the way that you're going to get people to stop on your ad, because remember, they're scrolling fast. <laughs> We're trying mm-hmm. to get them to stop. And that comes with Instagram stories too. And just, it, you know, when people are scrolling through Instagram. So the three things that we need to be looking at when it, I'm just going to talk about Facebook newsfeed is your headline, which is basically, it's, it says headline, but it's actually at the bottom where the call to action button is. But that's your headline. And then your first sentence of the actual like wording at the top and your graphic. Those are the three things that you guys need to always, 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 always make sure are top of the line. If they are not, no one's going to stop. And if they don't stop, that means they don't click. And if they don't click, that means they're not opting in. If they're not opting in, they're not going to become a paying client eventually. So in order to do that, so let's go over the graphic real quick. I always recommend to my clients who are coaches that they use, and they're a personal brand. You guys are personal brands. Taylor's a personal brand. She's selling her. She's not really selling, you know, um, a product of some kind. She's selling her and her knowledge and her expertise. So in order to sell that, we have to put a picture of her up. We can't just put a stock photo of a lion up there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just not going to do it. So using a picture of you can be really, really good for you. Every once in a while, I've used a stock photo for a client, but not very much. Most of the time, I'm always, always, always putting 
a graphic of the client. Um, you can obviously put text on it, but just make sure to be careful with that. You don't want to put too much text and then it doesn't get seen to too many people. You want to be below 20% text. Second thing is, is that headline. So that's the piece. It has to be very small, basically, because it's going to be going next to that call to action button. And you have to make sure that that piece, because that's going to be the big one that everyone's kind of looking at when they're scrolling through your ad. That part is where I kind of just talk about the actual call to action. So for example, for Taylor, like let's say for her workshop, her rental workshop, it's a, it, it's an automated webinar. So I think that I usually just put, I think it's called like ride along workshop or something along those lines, but just really putting key things in that title that'll make sure that they click to that next part. The la- and then obviously we're talking about the first sentence of your entire like caption of your ad copy. That's going to get people to stop. So I've, I actually talk about this a lot. I call it SAS copy. (laughs) Um, SAS copy is where you're going to put in a little bit of your personality. And so, for example, I had, I used to run an ad that basically put in quotes. It said something along the lines of, I made X without using uh, paid ads, you know, because I was like being sarcastic about it. And I put the rolling eyes emoji on it. And that allowed people to stop and see what I was talking about and the fact that I was kind of like mocking the organic marketers out there <laughs> a little bit. Um, <laughs> but the SaaS copy kind of gets people to stop and want to read more. And when you use that stuff, when you use emojis, don't use too many emojis. It can possibly trigger um, rejected ads, so don't use too many. But when you use a little bit of emojis, when you use that SaaS copy that shows your personality, that will get people to stop. I mean, I've had ads where I've talked about the Game of Thrones or I've talked about Netflix. I mean, I still do. I think I have one ad running right now that talks about Netflix. So showing your personality in your ad copy will get people to know about you and if you're the right coach for them before they even get into your funnel, okay? So like that's, those are the three things that I feel like they're the most important when it comes to ads and when people are scrolling through. I mean, obviously the biggest important thing is your audience. Um, So that's another tip too. If you guys don't know what a lookalike audience is, please use it. It's basically where you take data from your email list or from, um, I know with Taylor, we use uh, people who have purchased um, from her in the past. We've used that lookalike a lot. Um, You can use it from Instagram if you have at least, you know, I would say, I would recommend about a thousand followers. You can use that. Uh, Yeah. Does that answer your question? I love it. I feel like that just gives people that are maybe kind of doing it on their own or already have ads running some things to think about and keep in mind for their ads. And I, I love those tips. And I love the SAS copy. And I love that you call it that because I definitely have done that too. And it, it works well. Um, I just didn't have a name for it. So thanks. <laughs> and, and you even have an, what's funny. I don't know if you've ever talked about this in your podcast, but you have an ad that's always been running for a while to your to-do PDF, to-do list mm-hmm. PDF, that has no copy. <laughs> okay. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I love that you brought this up because this is what happened. 
that was never supposed to be the case. That was an accident. And um, for a while, it was the only ad running, like, you know, before you came on my team recently and, and I was just doing it on my own. And I'm talking about ads in my membership and I'm teaching about great ad copy, right? And I'm like, you know what, you guys, I'm actually, after this call, I'll jump off and I'll go screenshot my ad that's running for you guys. So you can see what the copy looks like. For, I don't even know how long, months is an understatement. I'm thinking that I have this specific copy on that ad and I go to screenshot it and there's no copy on the ad. And I actually freaked out and turned the ad off for like a, like half a second. And I was like, wait, this has been running for so long with no copy and it's actually doing really well. And I believe the image has like a decent enough copy where you can see who it's for and also the landing page too. So that's helpful. But I think that that's so hilarious. It was a complete accident. Um, and it has converted really well for a long time. I did not mean to do that, but it was a, it was a, a pleasant mistake. If you know what I mean, it was great. I think your ad still runs around like a dollar for lead still too. And I'm, I mean, I think I looked at that for a second because I think I actually watched that video that you were talking about, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but I've actually seen a, like a few other people who have done ads just like that, where it's no text up at the top at all. And I mean, it doesn't hurt to like try it. I think I've tried it with another client. It didn't work for her, but some ads work better for others and they do for other people. And so that's why when it comes to ads, you have to be willing to like try different things to see what works and what doesn't, but also trust in that, like trust in yourself that you know what you're like, you know that the messaging that you're creating is really super good. I mean, that's why I've worked with clients. um, And I think when we started working with each other, like two years back, you, you were like telling me that you wanted to like test like 10 million different types of ad copy. And I'm like, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> you know, you got ad copy one with, with ad, you know, graphic one, and you got this one with this one. And I'm like, uh. um, but I don't do that anymore. I mean, I might try one or two different types of versions, but ultimately I try not to tie too many things because you're kind of going against yourself. Yeah. Well, I feel like a few things recently that you done and it, it maybe is even just in your energy where I've, I've been really interested where it's like, I just feel like you're not, I mean, obviously at that point I was overcomplicating it and I feel like, I mean, I don't know exactly what's going on in there because I'm not micromanaging and looking, but I feel like you're just like, okay, like you just whip something up and put one or two ads out there and like pump the budget up and we're doing great. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so much easier than I've made it. So, um, I think it's just uh, about trusting because normally, normally like, and that's why you, this, the, the challenge that you're running right now, like the ads that we were doing for that, I literally sent you almost the same copy that you used for like a past post about the same type of challenge. And I literally copied it and I changed like a couple of details on it. And then I put it as an ad. And I, I sent it to you, you're like, yeah, let's go. And like, I didn't have to try another version of it. I was just like, let's go. And the ads did great. You know, they were, you know, we got, I think, what, $3 a lead or something like that, or $2 yeah. a lead or something like that. Um, but it's really, this is where the woo-woo comes in, is that you need to trust that your messaging will come off correctly and that you are great at what you do. You're an expert at what you do and that people are going to love it and they're going to sign up to it. 
Yeah. And I also think like trusting the idea that you have, because I find, you know, and I've, I've taught this, right? Like have people want to know how many different versions of copy should I have? So I'm like, let's have at least two or three that you can test. But then they genuinely don't have two or three ideas. They have one they really love. And then they never end up running the ads because they're sitting there like, oh, I have to write two more things of ad copy. And it's like, just try the one. <laughs> just go with the one. If you have one great idea that, that feels good and you don't have any others or it's just feeling daunting, anytime something feels daunting, you should probably just skip it, right? Like that's one thing yeah. in business I've learned. Like just skip, especially if you already have something that you could run with. Go run with it and just see because best case scenario, it works really well and you never had to do any of that other stuff in the first place. And um, I wish I was doing that with my ad the past four or five years, however long I've been running ads because life would have been a lot easier because yeah, I would have my notebook out and I'd be like image one with copy one, image one with copy two, image one with copy three, image two with copy one, image two with copy two. <laughs> like, I would be like a whole paper of ad variations. Um, yeah. And then you're kind of just going against yourself the whole time. You're competing against yourself when you're running yeah. that many types of ads, when you could just have one ad that completes the entire ad budget. Cause you only have so much in the ad budget. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. It, it can be easier than we think. So here's probably my final question unless we just keep ch- chatting, but um, you know, for the person that's listening, that's like, I want to do ads. I see that they're working for Taylor. I see that they're working for you, Alex. Like, I know I need to do ads. Should I, and I know it probably could go both ways. So go as deep into this as you'd like. Should I just learn how to do it myself? Should I hire you? <laughs> That's the real question. Let's be honest. So this really depends on what your objective is and what obviously the budget that you have in mind. Mm-hmm. So if you have a bigger budget in mind and if you're ready to go like, triple quadruple your income right now then yeah hire my team like that's what we're there for if you're just looking to do some lead generation learn to do it yourself <laughs> like like lead generation that stuff's easy it's just a simple ad that you put out there um and you don't have to do a whole bunch of things when it comes to lead generation ads or even a little bit of a I mean, I think I've put together some ads for clients where it's just lead generation and then they have some warm up ads where it's just, you know, value type of posts that they do for ads when somebody opts in and it runs for maybe, I don't know, five to $10 a day. And you just do that for lead generation. Like you could just keep doing that, have it run. It always grows your community. It always grows like your Facebook group, for example, or whatever. And Yeah, those types of ads, you could do them by yourself. But if you're looking to like triple, quadruple your income, then yeah, hire my agency. I love it. Easy enough. So what do you, is it just your agency available? What do you have available and how can people connect with you? Yeah, so I do have my ad agency. We do take on clients. Um, We mostly take on coaches for our clients. And... Yeah. So I do have other programs that I'm actually having to redo because I actually had a Facebook ads course a while back, but I have to redo it because obviously Facebook ads change all the time. Um, But you're welcome to always go to my site. You can obviously apply to work with my agency on my site. I think I gave you my link, Taylor. Yeah. Um, And then... 
but yeah, I'll probably have my course available, which is going to be super dirt cheap, but it'll, it'll teach you guys how to create those lead generation ads. But I think it was like, it's, I'm probably going to put it up for like $27 or something along those lines. Dirt cheap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to tell everybody to buy that and maybe it'll be out by the time the episode goes out. So check out Alex's site. Everything will be linked. Now, you know, should you just learn it? Grab Alex's course ASAP as soon as it's ready. Um, or hire our agency if you're ready to go really, really big. That's what I did. Great decision. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alex. I think people are just going to love this. And I, I really appreciate you sharing all this with us. Of course. Thank you for having me. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.